0: welcome to the liquid church podcast a place where you can hear the timeless truth of god's word in a way that's culturally relevant and cutting edge we hope you'll discover how god's story relates to your own and that you will leave feeling encouraged thanks for joining us today and enjoy the message welcome to liquid everybody it is great to see you guys i'm pastor kyra and i am so glad that you are joining us today because fall Has officially arrived in New Jersey and that means two things things in these parts the weather is cooling and the Jets continue to lose (laughs) don't blame me blame Aaron Rodgers all right Uh, today I want to talk about a message that the Lord laid on my heart and it is a message I'm calling hold the door you should know at Liquid we have a burning passion to serve people and introduce them to jesus we have been transformed by christ and we want everyone to experience the same and we each have a part to play in that now i know you're already thinking shut the front door not a message about serving but it's not that it's hold the door and don't tune me out because this is a message for everyone, whether you are a young adult, a high school kid, a busy mom of three, an empty nester, a single man or woman, we all have a role to play. So let me invite you to open up your Bible app to Psalm 8410, here we go. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a, everybody say it with me, doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Anybody here remember those throwback bumper stickers? I'd rather be dot, dot, dot. You could pretty much add in anything to finish the sentence. I'd rather be sleeping. I'd rather be in Hawaii. Me too. Uh, I'd rather be eating. I actually have a I'd rather be reading sticker on my work computer. And if you have ever wondered where that phrase comes from, let me introduce you to the original I'd rather be bumper sticker. This is the OG version. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my god than dwell in the tents of the wicked this is a psalm that king david wrote and basically what he's saying is i'd rather be at church holding the door for people than anywhere else in the world so can i pepper in a history lesson for those of you who are like me and enjoy that kind of stuff this psalm is a psalm of pilgrimage. It means that Jewish people would sing this song when they traveled to Jerusalem, because you guys know music helps make a trip short. That's why we listen to music in our cars. Uh, But back then, there was no Spotify nor Amazon Music, so the Jewish people would sing these songs instead, and this psalm was one of them. Guys, I wanted to sing it for you, but I have been told that no matter how much I keep singing in my messages, I will not make it into the worship team So I'll spare you this time because I'm picking up what Pastor Clint put down, all right? But back then, the holy temple in Jerusalem was structured with a series of courts. There was an outer court for Gentiles, a court for women, a court for Israelite men, and a court for priests. And at the heart of the temple stood the holy of holies where the ark of the covenant resided and once a year on yom kippur which we just celebrated the high priest would enter the holy of holies and he would sprinkle blood of sacrificial animals as atonement for both himself and the people not everybody got to go into the holy of holies only the high priest was allowed to enter it and only once a year right okay history lesson over I wanted you to know that because it explains why in the Old Testament, a doorkeeper was one of the lowest roles that a person could have. I mean, a doorkeeper, by definition, stands outside of the holy temple. And the further away that you were from the inside of the temple, the holy of holies, the less important you were considered to be. Doorkeepers were responsible to open the temple gates day and night. They had to stand watch for long hours both day and night. They were essentially greeters standing outside at the door of the temple welcoming people who came to worship God. In other words, they were the Jewish volunteers on the guest connections team. You know what I mean? And so when King David says, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere... What David is actually saying here is that being in God's presence was everything to him. All David knows is God's constant goodness, God's love and care for David every day of his life, which is why David would rather spend just one day in God's presence doing the lowly work of holding the door than living an eternal life apart from God. The Apostle Paul actually says something very similar in Philippians 3. He says, yes, everything else is, what's the word, church? Worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as, what's the word? Garbage. That's a pretty strong sentiment. So that I could gain Christ. Or how about what Asaph wrote in Psalm 73? Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. Guys, David, the psalmist, Paul, they all know the good things that God provides for us in this life are merely a foretaste of what awaits us in heaven. And David, he's been inside the temple. He's a man who's met with God. And he has been so changed by that encounter, he declares, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. In other words, I would rather hold the door open for people than spend even one day in the tents of the wicked. By the way, you guys know what the tents of the wicked are? It's the Jets fan. I'm getting back at you for booing at me in my joke earlier. Actually, the tense of the wicked means it is a lavish, Rich life in the lap of luxury and ease. It means that you have more money than you basically know what to do with it. You have servants that are waiting on you hand and foot. So when David says he would rather hold the door for people than be anywhere else, what he's actually saying is I'd rather have a lowly, humble servant position in God's house than spend one day living in a life of luxury. Because I've been in the Father's house, I've been in his presence, and I have been so transformed by God's love, I want everyone to experience the same thing. So I would rather hold the door open for other people in God's house than live or be anywhere else. Did you guys know at Liquid, we have people who hold the door open for other people to meet Jesus? People who are just like David. Right now, you are sitting among people who are doorkeepers in the Father's house. They're part of what we call our dream team. And if you're new to our church, let me tell you what it's all about. The dream team is a group of extraordinary people. Who are using their God given gifts to change the world? I'm serious. At Liquid Church, at every campus, the dream team is a group of people who are all in Christ followers. They've been in the Father's house, they've met with Jesus, and they're expecting more people to come. And they know the Father wants to meet with them, which is why, just like David, they too would say, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. So, what does it mean? to actually be part of a church and hold the door open at Liquid. It means you're part of our parking team, and you're standing out in the rain, and you're wearing a Mickey hand, and you are holding the door open for a single mom as she gets her stroller out, and she walks inside of Liquid Church for the first time. It means that you are a prayer warrior who holds the door open to bring healing and hope to hurting people. It means that You may be part of our worship team right here, and you hold the door as singers and musicians and artists who lead thousands of people into the presence of God every week. It means that you're part of our clean water cafe, and you get here early to brew coffee so that prodigals who are already convinced they don't belong here can actually feel welcomed in the Father's house. I wonder, who held the door open for you when you came to Liquid. Because every Sunday is someone's first Sunday. And when it was your first Sunday at Liquid, somebody held the door open for you. Maybe it was the person who first welcomed you at the New Here Bike or the Welcome Center. Door holders like my friend Pablo Salinas from our Mountainside campus. What up, Mountainside? He serves in our Next Steps team. And I want to read to you guys what he told me this week. He said, I love seeing people come to Jesus and see their lives transformed. I understand that when people come through those doors, we can be that gentle smile, greeting, hug, conversation, or prayer that can start people's journey with God. And I keep this in mind every Sunday. Maybe the person who first held the door open for you was the person who first welcomed your child with special needs. They made your child feel seen, and they made you feel safe to leave them in liquid family so that you can come into the auditorium and enjoy service. I'm thinking about door holders like my friend Stephanie McMullen, who serves with our special needs team. And you know what she told me? She said, I serve so that I can love the vulnerable. In other words, Stephanie holds the door open. So that both kids and adults who have special needs can have a seat at the table in this church. Because in this church, from kids all the way to adults with special needs need to meet with Jesus too. And speaking of kids, can I share some really good news? Guys, you and I are part of a growing, flourishing, multi-generational church. We have an abundance of young children and teens. In fact, just to give you a little taste of the harvest before us, three weeks ago... We had 829 kids and students across all 7 campuses. That is unbelievable, you guys. That's the 7 times the size of the average church in America. We've seen 262% growth year over year. We've doubled We have 2.5 times more kids and teens than this time last year. God is literally drawing the generations through our doors. In fact, I visited some liquid family classrooms this summer, and holy moly, there were 80 kids in middle school at one service. Elementary was packed. The nursery was bursting at the seams with babies. If you are sitting here today and you hold the door for our liquid kids, can you actually thank you? We thank you so much. We hear it for you. You're absolutely incredible. In fact, last week, I have to tell you, Outreach Magazine just named Liquid Church number nine on its annual list of America's top 100 fastest growing churches. Praise God, you are part of a church that's growing. You are part of a church that's bursting at the seams with hundreds and hundreds of kids, students, and adults. Amen? It's wonderful to see you guys inviting your friends and your family. But can I ask you, what would happen if you actually invited some friends next week and they get here and hello? Is there anybody here? Can we come in? Are we in the right place? What time is it? Is this the 11 a.m.? Is this where Christians actually come? Can I come in? Nobody's expecting them. They get to the parking lot. Nobody's there to greet them. They go to Liquid Kids. They walk in and they're like, "Uh, maybe you and I should check the kids in ourselves because there's nobody there. They get to the auditorium and they don't know where to sit because it's packed. They've received your invitation to come to church. They've taken the step to actually come to church and meet with Jesus, who, by the way, is the little door to heaven. But we have nobody holding the door for them. Did you guys know this, in fact? Jesus himself, in John 10, he says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and he will go in and out and find pasture. You guys know what that means? It means Jesus Christ is the literal door, the one and only means by which any person can be eternally saved. Which is why later on in John 14, Jesus himself also says, I am the way, I am the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Guys, that is what is at stake. Holding the door is a matter of life and death. Why? Because you're not just parking cars. You're not just caring for kids in Liquid Family. You're not just serving a cup of coffee. When you hold the door, you are literally leading people to Jesus. Just ask Lionel Anyadbuna from our Garwood campus. He serves because of what Jesus did for him. In fact, he told me recently, God has been so good to me. He's been so good to my family. He continues to be so good that I have to serve as a way of giving back. So don't miss this, guys. Someone held the door open for Lionel once. He went through the door and he met Jesus Christ himself. And now willingly, Lionel holds the door open so that other people can go through and meet Jesus Christ too. So again, let me ask you a question. Who held the door open for you when you came to Liquid? You want to know who held the door open for me? In July 2012, I walked through the doors of the Hyatt Hotel in Morristown, New Jersey. And with me was my husband, Jose, my son, Andy, and my daughter, Gabby. And we didn't know a single person in the hotel or in New Jersey. Because our family, we just moved to the U.S. a whopping 30 days before. My kids didn't speak English. Jose and I were trying to keep all of us afloat. But we were sad. Our family was grieving. We just put all of our belongings, including our two cars, on a boat in Puerto Rico. And we left our family, our home, our jobs, our church, all because we needed to come to a foreign land called... New Jersey, and now I was about to step foot in an American church for the first time in my life with a crazy name called Liquid Church that called my savior by the name Jesus and not Jesus like I'd called him all my life. It was disorienting to say the least. I had a one-year-old son with Down syndrome, a four-year-old daughter that only knew the English word bathroom, And a husband who was adjusting to an American workplace. And I remember walking in through that door, holding my husband's hand, because when life feels surreal, you need to be tethered to the familiar. And we're walking hand in hand up into the ballroom. We're walking up the steps where Liquid was meeting. And those of you who are OGs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When all of a sudden... As I'm walking up the stairs to the ballroom, I see the smiling face of a man who looked to be about his 20s. He's wearing a Dream Team shirt, and he's handing out programs. And the thing that made this man stand out to me so much was that he had all the beautiful markers of someone who has Down syndrome. A man that I later found out was named Robbie Brooks, and who's the son of our executive pastor, Dave Brooks. Now, I just have to pause one minute in this story, and I need to tell you that I have been in the church for four decades. Some of you might know I actually grew up in the church, and up until this point, I'd never seen someone with Down syndrome or any kind of special needs serve in the church. I can't tell you what getting that program from Robbie meant to me that day, because God knew that I was grieving my son's diagnosis, and he revealed his nearness to me in that moment through Robbie's act of service. I felt like God was whispering to me in that moment, I know you're grieving your son Andy's diagnosis, but I got you, girl. I got your family. I found you a new church home. Just be still and keep trusting me. I remember in that moment, I just squeezed my husband's hand and I did the only thing that I could do. I leaned over and I whispered, What kind of church is this? You know what I would soon find out? Is that this is the kind of church that makes a place at the table for people like my son Andy. It has been 12 years since Robbie held the door open for me and welcomed me and my family to Liquid by giving me a smile and a program. And our family has never looked In fact, I blame him today for being on the stage. He handed me a program. He gave me a smile and my life was forever changed in one day. That's why I love our anchor verse today. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. Because one day could be the day that changes everything. It was for me and it was true for my family and it can change everything for you today too. Today could be the day that God answers the prayer, that he performs the miracle, that he keeps the promise. In one day, God can deliver someone from an addiction that has held a person captive for years. In one day, God can bring back a prodigal child that has run away and been gone for decades. In one day, God can provide more than what you've accumulated in a lifetime. But in order to experience a miracle one day, we need people to hold the door open and help them get to the presence of God. And that's why I am so thankful for my friends Marcus and Corinna Hackle. These guys attend our Mercer County campus. They're a married couple. She's Filipina. He's from Austria. They both serve in liquid family. And you know what they do every week? They hold the door for kids every Sunday who want to meet Jesus and learn about his word. And you know what? As young adults who don't have kids, their options to spend their time on a Sunday are endless. They can literally do anything they want, yet their greatest joy is to be a doorkeeper in the house of their God. Watch this.
1: Yeah, my name is Marcus and this is Karina and together we serve in Liquid in Elementary. What I love most about being a door holder is being in this community with other door holders and really be this person for somebody to um, get to know Jesus for the first time maybe and just open this door for this person. So we both, um, Lead a small group in elementary. So, what we do is we'll invite the kids in and make them feel welcome and comfortable and really teach them about God and just help them learn something about Jesus and what they can also apply in their daily lives. You see how they're listening to the stories and what we teach them on Sunday, but also you see them applying these things, and you know, in turn, it blesses us as. Servers and door holders. Since becoming a door holder, my faith in Jesus has increased. Actually, we've taken more responsibilities from then on. We're now leading a small group. So I love serving with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ from our small group, but also from the elementary. So all the door holders that we serve together on, on every Sunday. And in particular, what I like about is the community that we build and really, expanding um, the time with each other outside of Sunday. So we'll meet up Sunday afternoon or during the week and just really be there for each other and just share each other's heart as well. I'd encourage you to hold the door for someone because as a child, someone opened the door for me and that changed my life. So I would encourage you to be that person and change someone else's life.
0: Can we thank Marcus and Karina That was amazing. And by the way, did you catch what Karina said? She said, someone once held the door open for me and it changed my life. And now I get to do the same thing for someone else. Guys, part of the essence of being a Christ follower is to serve alongside other people. That is part of God's will for your life as a Christian. You know, it's interesting because people ask me all the time as a pastor, Kyra, can you help me determine what God's will for my life is? And I don't usually have a lot of really definite answers except for one. I do have one definite that I can say. And that is that I can tell you with complete confidence that one thing God absolutely wills for your life is for you to serve him. Ironically enough, though, I hear from so many of you that you're sitting on the sidelines for one of two reasons. One is you think you're not needed. And I have to put you at ease. You are. But it's something that I hear all of the time. People look around our campuses, they see our buildings, and they're like, oh, they look like they're doing fine. They've got everything under control. They don't really need me. Can I just tell you, that is not true. Every Sunday, we typically have hundreds of people serving on any given Sunday. You saw them today when you walked in. Hopefully, you were greeted with a smile. You were dropped off. You dropped off your kids with someone who looked trustworthy. You found a seat. Someone helped you do that. You enjoyed the music. All great things. You were touched by a lot of people. But fall typically restarts the flywheel of growth here at Liquid. And in Morris County, we're actually launching a third service in Parsippany in two weeks. Our new service times will be 9, 10, 30, and 12. And the rest of our campuses are growing too. Remember, we're number nine on the list of fastest growing churches in America. We know and expect God is going to move this fall. We're just trying to follow his momentum of growth. So let me put it very plainly in words that you can understand. We need you. We need more door holders in this house, people who are willing to put their heart and their hands to hold the door so that other people can meet Jesus, and that includes you. You know what the second reason I hear often about why you may not currently be serving on a dream team is very simple. You are an American living in a post-COVID world, and by that I mean that as an American, you're more choosy about what you give your time to. You see, in this post-COVID society, uh, autonomy, man, it's a hot commodity. We work hard so that nobody tells us what to do, where to be, or where to go. And after the pandemic, what people choose to give their time to, it's become even more selective. We want absolute total control of our time and our resources. I mean, ain't that the goal? That's why so many people bust their butt every day so that you can do whatever you want with your money, your time, and your resources. For a lot of people, that is unquestionably the American dream. Complete autonomy. You call the shots, you set the schedule, you come and go as you please, and you have as few commitments and responsibilities that could potentially slow you down. That's just part of our DNA as Americans. Autonomy is in our water. And so when it comes to serving on a dream team, you think, well... That's the opposite of my goal. That's just assuming more responsibility. That's just more people, people getting their hooks in my time. And I'm already overbooked. I'm trying to get people's hooks out of me at this point. And you know what? I completely understand. I do. I don't condemn you for it. I felt that way too. Sometimes I even feel that way on Sundays. It's just a natural part of our point of view as Americans. But if you feel that way, I want to challenge you with this to the world being a doorkeeper is a very lowly position something that many may think it's not worth giving their time to but in god's view it's a position of immense honor i want to read to you what jesus said to his disciples in mark you know that those who are regarded as rulers of the gentiles lord, lord it over them and their high officials exercise authority over them not so with you instead whoever wants to become great among you must be what your word church servant and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all for even the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many you know what jesus is saying he's saying in my kingdom greatness is not defined by power position or prestige it's the opposite in my kingdom greatness requires you to kneel down and wash feet and do lowly things like holding the door open so that you can serve other people and by the way jesus isn't asking you to do anything that he's not willing to do himself because for the sake of humanity, for you and for me, Jesus Christ placed himself on a cross and suffered excruciating pain on our behalf. His life in exchange for ours, and we're called to follow his example. That's what my friend Walter Quezada actually does every Sunday in Passaic. Walter's one of my favorite door holders at Liquid. He serves in our parking team in Passaic Campus. What's up, Passaic? How's my going gente! He's a big guy. He looks like a wrestler, but can I tell you, he actually has one of the softest hearts of anyone that I've ever met. He loves to be a door holder in the Father's house. I want you to meet Walter.
2: Well, my name is Walter Quesada, and I get to serve as your parking coordinator here at Posse County. Well, the person that invited me to Liquid actually went to high school with me, and she invited me for her baptism coming liquid and experiencing that welcoming that they give you. I'd never seen anything like that and I wanted to be part of that. So I came and once I came, I knew that this was the place for me. What motivated me to become a door holder was actually the love and the interactions we have with people. The best part is to to have that feeling of people just coming and embracing you. Just getting to know people just fills me every Sunday. One of the families I love serving on Sundays is actually one of the elders that used to come to this church before it was donated to Liquid. They decided to continue to come, and every time they come in, into the handicapped parking spots, I'm assisting her husband to walk into the door. The way I hold the door opens for each new guest is I'm able to differentiate who's new here and just welcome them with all the love that was shown to me when I first was introduced to Liquid. My faith in Jesus has grown tremendously since becoming a door holder. There's nothing better than when you come and welcome people into this place and they realize once they pull up that they're definitely in the right place. If a person's on the fence about serving, I will encourage them to do it because to me, if I thought being welcomed here was great, it's even greater when you become part of the team and continue to serve others. Can
0: we thank Walter He's such an amazing guy. We're so thankful for you. But do you get it? Liquid Church, do you get it? Walt isn't just parking cars. He's literally leading lost people to Jesus. He is holding the door open so that people in Passaic can meet Christ. Because that's our passion at Liquid. We want to saturate the state with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why twice a year we come together and we do something very big and very bold. We end the service early so that we can give everybody here an opportunity to serve people at Liquid by joining the Dream Team. And we call this the Dream Team Expo. And you should know that when you join a team to serve people at Liquid, you don't have to worry about anything, guys. We take care of everything for you. If you sign up to serve, you get a free T-shirt. And you also get a free tote bag. Because I don't know if you know, plastic bags have been outlawed in New Jersey, yeah? now you get a free bag if you sign up today to serve and i promise you pastor tim will carry your groceries out into your parking lot because the man has said he will do anything short of sin to share the gospel but guys in all seriousness we provide all of the training that you may need and then on sundays when you come and serve we feed you so right now we are asking you to serve we're inviting you to serve like Jesus commanded us to. remember that's how he showed his greatness. Listen to what Jesus said. He said, "The greatest among you will be your servant. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will will be exalted guys we are having a dream team expo today in two minutes and we have over 12 different teams for you to choose from i've highlighted a couple just now but you can look inside of your program you can see all of the options that we have to serve both on sundays and midweek so we're going to send you out into the lobby you're going to take a look at all of the options and i want you to talk to the leaders because you have got a gift and we want to help you find the team where you can hold the door for other people to meet Christ. So don't pick up your kids yet. We're going to be dismissing you early so that you have time to make that connection. But here's my question to you. Will you join a dream team today and hold the door so people can walk through and meet Jesus and actually have their life be changed forever? Will you take a step to serve and follow Jesus? I pray that you will. And if so, let me pray for us, and then I'll send you out to visit our Dream Team Expo. I say, I hope you say yes to this invitation, because here's the thing. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Let me pray for us. Father, I thank you for blessing us to be part of a church that is growing and flourishing and welcoming kids and students and adults. I pray that now as we step out of our seats, Lord, that we actually step up to serve. I pray that you would reveal to every person here, every adult, every high schooler, every young person, where they fit best, where they can make an eternal impact in a person's life. And I pray that one day we get to hear the impact of being doorkeepers in your house. Our hearts are willing, so use us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to check out Liquid Church for a weekend service, small group, outreach, or clean water trip, you can find out more about us online at liquidchurch.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and subscribe or share it with your friends. Thanks again for listening.